This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. This is Kate Hanley, your host and author of the book of the same name. This week's theme is the inner work of anti-racism. I'm not an expert on anti-racism, and I am not trying to put myself forward as one. But I am expertly trained in personal development coaching. I know how to support people around doing the inner work and the outer work that's required to make changes, and I hope this week will help. In every show this week, I'll also share resources of places you can go to learn from folks who are experts on anti-racism. Today's big idea is something I say all the time. You can't change a habit you don't know you have, which means that raising your awareness so that you can acknowledge that something isn't working out so well is the first step in change. Whether the thing you're trying to change is racism, addiction, judgment, or staying up too late. So let's just dive right in and wrestle with a basic, fundamental question that is on more people's minds than ever at this particular point in history. Are you racist or not? But first, a tiny aside. When I first sat down to write up this idea, I kept thinking of the phrase, look a fact straight in the face. I knew I'd heard it before, but I couldn't remember who had said it, so I did a little Googling. And turns out it was Richard Wright, author of The Invisible Man, a fictionalized account of what it was like to be a black man in America in the first half of the 20th century. Well, how about that? An idea that had been circulating in my head had been put forward by a black person, and I had given them no credit for it. How's that for proving the point I'm trying to make? Richard Wright published The Invisible Man in 1952, and it launched Wright into being a major voice on race in America. It inspired him to tackle the subject straight on by writing a nonfiction book called White Man Listen. Well, no surprise, I guess, it didn't sell well. Frustrated and running out of money, in 1957, Wright wrote in a letter to his translator, Why should I go on writing books that folks will not read? I'm sorry to sound so depressing, but one must look facts straight in the face. I wish Richard Wright could see the New York Times bestseller list right now because it is chock-a-block with nonfiction books on racism and anti-racism. But let's keep going with looking facts straight in the face. I know that a very common response from white folks who are in discussion about race are quick to say, but I'm not racist. I have heard it myself from friends and coaching clients. So let's take a deep breath and look at the facts. You and I, no matter where you live, where you were born, or if you're white, black, brown, or otherwise, have grown up in a racist society. I really only know about America because this is where I was born, grew up, and live, so I'm going to stick to America, but I know that racism exists outside our borders. And the fact is, in America, 
We breathe racist air. We drink racist water. This is true no matter your race or ethnicity. Just as women internalize sexism thanks to the patriarchy, I mean, why do you think we spend so much time worrying if our butts look big or if that selfie is flattering? It's because we're attuned to pleasing the male gaze. Black people can also internalize racism. Dr. Ibram X. Kendi writes about this very powerfully in his book, How to Be an Anti-Racist. So let's not spend any time wondering if we are overtly or secretly or implicitly racist. The answer is, we are. I am. You are. Say it with me. I am racist. I know it may churn your guts a little to say it out loud or to admit it to yourself, but stay with me here. I am racist. I'm racist. Eh. Now that you've said it, isn't there some relief embedded in that gut churning? There's no more wondering. No more posturing. No more energy to spend on trying to convince yourself otherwise or on trying to hide. Looking a fact plain in the face may hurt, but it's the only way to move past what's causing the pain. And here's the other part. Your being racist is not necessarily your fault any more than it's a fish's fault for having gills. A fish doesn't know it's swimming in water, and you may not have known you've been weaned on racism, but now you do. It may not be your fault, but it is your responsibility to do something about it. It's not easy to confront your biases or challenge your own thinking or the thinking you grow up with or talk about racism or own up to racism. It may feel like one of the scariest things you've ever done. It may bring up a lot of strong emotions, but it's what these times are calling us to do both individually and collectively. And looking at ourselves straight in the face is how we become better. Because you're listening to this, I know you care about being better and doing better too. So your tiny assignment for today, well, I just asked you to do it already. And that's to say out loud, I am racist. You can do this, even if it's something you consider to be offensive and all your defenses are going up. Nearly everyone does consider it to be offensive to consider themselves as racist or to have someone else call them racist. Nearly everyone does get defensive. If you need extra oomph to take this on, consider this passage from the book that I mentioned earlier, How to Be an Anti-Racist by Ibram X. Kendi, which is one of those titles now on the New York Times bestseller list and an extremely lucid, thought-provoking, and helpful guide that I 100% suggest you buy and keep on your shelf because dismantling racism isn't a one-and-done type of thing. You'll need to dip back into it on the regular. Here's what he writes in it. How often do we become reflexively defensive when someone calls something we've done or said racist? But racist is not a pejorative. It's not the worst word in the English language. It is not the equivalent of a slur. It is descriptive. And the only way to undo racism is to consistently identify and describe it and then dismantle it. The attempt to turn this usefully descriptive term into an almost unusable slur is, of course, designed to do the opposite, to freeze us into inaction. He also wrote, Denial is the heartbeat of racism, beating across ideologies, races, and nations. So let's deprive racism of its heartbeat, look it straight in the face, and call it what it is. This is an intense time on multiple levels. If you'd like a little hand-holding and direction on doing the things that help you stay grounded and not freaking out, I've got a gift for you. 
I compiled all the tips I covered in my 21-day Calm the F Down Challenge that I ran here on the podcast starting in late April into a mini ebook that you can download for free. All you have to do is go to katehanley.com slash calm down and put your email address in so I know where to send it. I promise to keep your contact information confidential. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 